Hey, welcome to G-Vibes. It's your girl G9 in the building on this Labor Day weekend. Yes, I'm filming an episode on Labor Day. Yep. Still got to take care of business. When we get into the tea of the topics, y'all, tea of the topics, that's what I'm going to be telling y'all every week because we really dig deep into these topics and, and, and the tea be really what I'm saying and what my guests be saying. So tea of the topics is what we're getting into every week. So make sure you tune in every Monday. I will be posting a new episode every single Monday and I will be giving y'all bonus episodes. Now, I was thinking to myself, like, and I'm just going to be real with y'all because y'all know I like to be real. I was sick just about two weeks ago. Everybody know I had tonsillitis. I don't think I said it on the last episode, but you're going to know now. The reason why I didn't tape on Monday of the last episode is because I had tonsillitis, which was horrible. I hope nobody, I pray nobody gets that. But what I want to say about that is it had me feeling like I needed to reflect on some things. And as I was reflecting which is looking at Instagram and can't talk and looking at social media and can't say anything because my throat was crazy. I was looking at this um, message somebody put up about Tupac where he created, I believe it said 400 and something songs by the age of 25 years old. And I was thinking to myself, that is some real longevity shit. Like, I don't like to cuss on here, but sometimes I got to say it. That is some real longevity shit. You know why? Because I feel like we have all this time that we sometimes don't even use. And look at this man. After 25 years, we're still playing his music. He still lives on as one of the best and the greatest rappers of all time. One of my favorite rappers of all times. And literally, not just because he was just a dope-ass artist, but just somebody that really was passionate about what the hell he was doing. And to me, to create 40, 400 and something songs by the age of 25, and some have not even been released yet, some just need some beats and put the music to it, and I mean some beats and put it on the, on the record and it's gone, like that is some amazing ass talent. And I feel like if he could do that in 25 years, what have I been doing for 35 years? What have I been doing? I mean, I've been living my life, but... If it's something that you're passionate about, it's something that you want to do, time waits for no one. So while I'm saying every Monday I will be posting, I'll be posting bonus episodes too because I do have a lot to talk about. I just haven't got into um, thinking what, you know, you as a podcaster, and people don't even understand, it's so much more than just getting on the mic and talking. It's really so much more. It's more than that. Like you really have to figure out your niche you really have to figure out what do you want to present to your audience because sometimes you and then sometimes you have to analyze your audience who is your audience I know my audience is ages 35 to 44 from what the analytics say but what do you represent like you know what I'm saying what do you bring to the table what do people take from your show and that's why I thought of what I was thinking to I mean while I was sick is like damn Tupac figured out in them years that he had to get a certain amount of songs, not certain amount of songs. I think that Tupac really knew what he wanted. Like when he started rapping, he knew that's what he wanted to do. And he was passionate about it. And he, it wasn't nothing and no one could stop him from recording because he knew that he needed to do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how podcasters are. I feel like me personally, I feel like this is one of my callings. So if I'm going to do it, 
I'm going to do as many episodes as I can. I'm not, not one a week, two a week sometimes, sometimes three a week. You may get me three a week because it's so much to unpack in life. In 35 years, I feel like I've experienced enough life to say it's so much to unpack in life that time waits for no one. And I feel like Tupac represented that time waits for no one. Get that shit done. Whatever you desire, whatever you believe in, whatever you want to do, you can get that shit done. He got that shit done in 25 years. Nobody stopped him from recording. He, he wrote 400 and something songs in 25 years. And I'm recording only one time a day. Not saying I'm discrediting myself, but I'm saying that I have too much. I got more time on my hands to record. So I'm really going to be giving y'all all the tea of the topics every freaking week, but more than once. Maybe twice, maybe even three times, because literally I always got a story time and I always got something to say. And I feel like I do need to express myself to you guys. It's nothing like expressing to your audience how you feel, because you you really want your audience to know where you're coming from when you hit that mic. When you speak, you want people to listen and understand you. When you speak, you want people to take that, whatever they took from your episode, and use it in their daily life, no matter what it is. No matter if it was a fun time episode, no matter if it was a story time episode, no matter if it was a serious or relationship topic episode. That's why this is the tea of the topics, because we dig deep into these topics. And the tea be really what I'm saying, and the tea be really what my guest is saying, because I literally don't bring nobody on my show unless I feel like people are going to learn from them, or it's something, to me, you can learn from any and everybody, period. But I always strategize on who I bring on my show, because I really want people to understand how important it is to keep people around you, to keep people that speak positive around you, affirmations, and um, support you, and just down to family and friends. Like, I don't bring no one on here that I don't believe in. I don't. I just don't. So, on that note, <laughs> today is Labor Day, and I know y'all all over there eating y'all leftovers. Oh, shit, I know some of y'all sleep from um, basically eating food all day. Now, I had my food yesterday. I went to my man's house. It was Labor Day weekend. They said, we're going to do it on Sunday because we want to relax on Monday because everybody got to work on Tuesday, which made sense to me. So, when I went over there, I ate two plates, and I was too full, and I was... I didn't even want to bring no food to work. That's how much food I ate. Because, you know, usually <laughs> every black person bring a plate from the party to work the next day. But me, I could not do that. I was so, 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 so full. I didn't even want to make up to, to, to go plate. I was like, you know what? I don't need a to go plate. I need to lay down. And the rest of my head plate. Okay? <laughs> but you know what? Today's episode, two other topics today is going to be my favorite thing to talk about. And I feel like you guys will love this episode because it's love language episode. It's a love language episode. You know, I was sitting there talking to my homegirl the other day. And we were just talking, and um, something came up about us talking about a what's your love language. And I had to go on Instagram and ask people, what is their love language? Because I felt like I have so many, but what is my favorite? Like, my favorite is, like, attention. Like, I love 
being a man, my man being attentive to me, being um, paying attention to what I do and things that I like so that it won't be as hard to do, to be in a relationship with someone. Like, to me, personally, love languages, let's give the definitions of what the, the definition is. It describes how we receive love from others. And how I receive, everybody receives love differently. And how I receive love is attention and being attentive. And I just feel like that is very important because you get to know your partner in the midst of that time. Like, you know, and I know like me, my man know I don't do the beach. Don't bring me to the beach because I don't like birds. So that means he paying attention to me. He know I don't like birds. He's not going to take me nowhere where it's birds around. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Like me personally, he know I like a cold water in the middle of the night. So what he do is, because he used to always see me put a water in his refrigerator at night. I mean, before I go to bed. So in the middle of the night, I don't know why I have to get up and drink a bottle of water, like some water, something, some water. It used to be soda, but I'm done with caffeine. And honestly, I'm trying to get, I'm completely off of coffee because it was giving me headaches. And I drink sodas here and there now, but I drink really water and Gatorade. That's really what I drink. But to make the story short, what made me, like, love my man so much is that, yeah, look, my man, my man, (laughs) Carisha. But anybody know that, that's from City Girls. But anyway. So what made me love my man so much is that he was attentive to what I liked. And when I said I, I didn't like something, he didn't do it again. If I said I liked something, he did it multiple times. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we have to pay attention to our partners. Like he knew I love, he know I love to get a drink of water, cold water in the middle of the night. So sometimes if he remembers, you know, sometimes we don't remember. But if he remembers, most of the time he'll put a cold water in the refrigerator before we go to sleep, because sometimes I forget, and I get up, and it be just hot waters, and I be like, dang, I need a cold water. Anyway, so he, one day, I was, I felt like all in love with him again, because I remember I was like, damn, I woke up, and I forgot to put a cold water in the refrigerator, and, because we drink hot waters, like, we drink waters, like, we don't, we don't really drink cold waters, so, but in the middle of the night, for some reason, I have to drink a cold water. So, make story short, this particular night, I did not put a cold water in the refrigerator. And he did for me. I went in the refrigerator. It was exactly where I usually put my cold water at when I want. I don't put it in the freezer. I put it in the refrigerator and, like, in the middle part. He put it in the middle part, and he literally had it there for me. And he told me he put it Because I woke up in the middle like, Danny, there ain't no cold water. He said, no, I put one in there for you, babe. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's, like, to me love like you know when someone knows you and wants you like know certain things about you and want to do that for you you know what I'm saying like that's really like something that I love about him is that he he loves me unconditionally who knows what time will bring and things will happen and stuff like that but I know that for fact when you know when someone loves you. And that water to me was small probably to all of y'all, but that cold water really 
was the best water in the middle of the night. That that was the best water I ever had that night just because he put that shit in the refrigerator. Because he knew I forgot and he was still up and he still put it in there for me and said he had a cold water in there for me. Baby. I mean, if that ain't love, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Everybody got their way of saying what love is, but that's my little story. I felt like that water made me fell in love with him again, okay? Because, look, if we get back together, I got back with him, and I was like, damn, we're going to have to get to know each other all over again, huh? And I'm like, no, not really. He know me, he know me, or whatever. But I just started doing this thing with this water. And just him doing that made me fall back in love with him all over again. Like, I was already in love and whatever. But, like, when people make gestures like that, when they show you that they paying attention to you, that they care about you, that they, you know, want to do things that make you smile, like, that's amazing to me. That's the most the best love language you can ever give someone is to show somebody that you fucking care about them. Okay? So what we're going to do right now, since we get, we got straight into the episode, what we're going to do right now is we're going to go over some love languages that people had to say on social media. And, you know, for people that don't follow me on Facebook, that's where I put most of my questions and people give me feedback on. I put it on all social networks, right? I put up all the questions, but people give me more feedback on Facebook. I don't know why, but they do, and I love it. I appreciate you guys for all the time for doing that for me. So I said to everybody, what is your love language? Someone said love. Okay, girl. Someone said all of them. It's nothing like all of them, y'all. It's nothing like all of them, everything. Asia from L.A. said quality time. Let me tell you something about quality time. Let me tell you, I love quality time. And it's so weird because I can have quality time with my man and not be in the same room with him. Do people do experience that? Like, he could be playing the game or watching the game, and I'm in my own world in my room, and I feel like that's quality time, too. Is that quality time? Time. Somebody tell me if that's quality time, because I feel like that's quality time, too. We in the same space with each other. I mean, we in the same, you know, yeah, we in the same area with each other, but I don't know. Do you call that quality time, though, you guys, when you are in one room and he's in the other? Is that still quality time, or you got to be sitting next to each other to have quality time? But I like sitting next to each other. I like movie nights with my man. I think movie nights is the bomb, like, especially when I pick the movie, because he be thinking he pick all the good movies, and he really don't. He be calling my movies, like, low budget, and I don't be feeling like they low budget, like, he called clickbait low budget. Who's seen clickbait on Netflix? The bomb. Go watch it. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. And tell me if you think that clickbait is a low budget movie. Because I don't think it's a low budget movie. But whatever. Okay. Somebody says sex is a good love language for me. I mean, everybody loves sex. But I think that physical don't always have to be a love language but that's his his that's fine gifts and words of affirmation ain't nothing like a gift that let me tell you something ain't nothing like a gift and words of affirmation somebody said gifts and words of affirmation i believe that too i believe gifts are a symbol of um how you feel about the person depends on it it sometimes it doesn't it does not depend on how much you spent on the gift and i want men to know that we do not care how much you spend on our gifts. We care about the gifts. Okay? <laughs> I 
I just want y'all to know because men be thinking, oh, they want this, they want Birkin back. Yeah, some women do want that, and I don't mind having that if I, you know, if we were on that level of that life. But for me, like, it's like the small gifts that matter to me. At the like, I like certain gifts that you thought about, like not no gift that you said I'm just going to get that. And I like thought out gifts. Like she would think this gift is a good gift because she needs this. Or I seen her eye this. I want to get her this. Like, I like gifts like that. I like even made gifts. Something that you thought and was creative. My dude brought me my first gift he ever brought me. And I'm going to tell it. Because I was, okay, let me tell you that. Let me just tell you that story. So our first Christmas together, um, I was like, damn, you know, you getting to know somebody. And it's been a few months. And it's like, it was like six months of us being together. And I was like, damn, what do I get him? What do I get him? Shoes, cologne, all these things come out here. So that's what I really went out and got, a shoes and an outfit. I, I didn't. I didn't put too much thought into it because I, I knew him, of course. You know somebody in a few months. But, like, certain things I was just like, ah, oh, he got this and he got that. But I got him shoes. I knew he loved Jordan, so I got him some Jordans and stuff like that. And he got me um, a foot, uh, what is it, um, where you go to the nail shop, like a foot massager thing, like you bubble with the, a foot massager thing. Basically, because I kept having problems with my foot, and I ha- I like to scrub my feet like at least every three days. Like I like to go and make like water and scrub my feet. Like I really like to do that because I just like to do that. Anyway, so to make the story short, he brought me the the scrubber foot thing. I don't even know what it's called, but I'll figure it out. The thing to scrub your feet, and I felt like. Okay, he thought about my kid. At first, let me. My first reaction was like, I went and brought him Jordans in the outfit, and he brought me this foot massager. And then I had to think about it after because that was just so selfish of me to think like that. But you know, we be thinking like, mm hmm, like that. I was thinking like, mm hmm. It's only been six months. Maybe he just not trying to spend money on me or something like that. I thought like that instantly, like a a, a little selfish little girl. But when I thought about it after, I was like, oh, he got me something I needed. He got me something that I kept talking to him about, my foot, my foot, my foot. And he brought me something that I'm going to use. He brought me something that he know that I really wanted. And it was a nice freaking gift. But when I first got it, I was thinking like, "Mm -mm, he didn't want to spend no money on me. He don't like me like that. Now, why did I think that? I don't know. But I just felt like, you know, in the first six months, I was trying to prove something so bad with that with him. And he was just showing me that he paid attention to what I said. And that's why I love him, too. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Somebody said affection. Ain't nothing like affection, y'all. Ain't nothing like affection. I like affection, too. I like the affection like when you're walking down the street and he just holds your hand out of nowhere. I like that affection. Do you like that? I, I think that affection is, I like that affection when you laying in the bed and he cuddles with you. Like, I like that affection, too. I love that. Sometimes I get hot, though. <laughs> Someone said time. Yes. Spending time is very important. Quality time, spending time, very important. Because, uh, let me tell you something. Somebody just said to me, how do you work 16 hours a day and do a podcast and do you, you do CPR training at least once or twice a month, not that much at the moment? 
how do you spend time with your dude? I said, I get a lot of time with my dude. Even though I'm working three, 16 hours in a week and got to film the podcast don't mean I don't have, it's so much time after that to still hang out with him. I still manage to have fun with him, still manage to have date nights with him. I still manage to keep us still in a good standing while taking care of business. I'm a multitasker. <laughs> so, yes, it can be done. And time is everything. And honestly, when you don't spend a lot of time and you have a lot of space, I feel like that could kind of make and break the relationship a little bit. Like, you know, it can make the relationship make you miss somebody. It could break the relationship because they're wondering, like, why are you not spending time with me? Like, what's going on? Like, it depends on the person, period. It just depends on the person. Okay, somebody said physical touch. Yes, ain't nothing like somebody. Let me tell you, when my man rubbed my little back or something, that's I don't know why I still get a butterfly after rubbing my back, and I've been with him for four years. So I'm like, damn, how do you still get like a little butterfly when your man touch you on your hand or on your back? Like that's like a physical touch that I like is on my back. When he touched my back, y'all, a girl like to fall out. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I like when he touch my back. <laughs> okay, I'm goofy. Anyway, uh, most of everybody said exactly what um, we just went through is time, quality time, all that. I just think that love language can be so many things, and I feel like find that love language, find the Find what, uh, what, you know, what, a, what attract, most of the time, love language, I think that people are, it depends on the person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people like, like I said, I like the touch. I like the affection. I like all that. It's so many other ways on love language that we could think of. I just want to say that. I am affect. I like affection. I like all of them, but most of all, I like the attention. I like the uh, the t- uh, t- being attentive to me. I like all that. And somebody said fly shit, and I understand that too. Like my, I think one of my friends said that on my Instagram. She said fly shit. That was funny. Um, that could be a real love language too. She like everything fly, like everything that they do is fly, like meaning when they go out and when they get dressed and when they, that's a real love language. That's theirs. You feel me? So love language could be whatever you make it or want it to be, whatever your relationship is. And whatever you create it to be. Like, it doesn't have to come from what other people are saying. It could come from what you guys are experiencing. Like, a lot of people even said in my DMs that um, just words of encouragement and, what, like they said, words of affirmation. Like, it's so many things that could be a love language. That's crazy. You never know how much words of encouragement of encouragement words of affirmation can be so big on a person like you know you never know you don't know 
I know more than one guy has told me in my life that I was in their life to encourage them. I was in their life to help them pursue something that they didn't desire, that they didn't think they can desire. I always try to speak life into people I'm with. True facts. Oh, sorry. True, 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 true facts. I always try to speak life into people around me. Like, if I'm your friend, if we're friends, I'm going to speak life into you. I'm going to speak happiness. I'm going to speak anything good into you because I feel like a lot of people need that. A lot of people don't get that all the time. So I feel like my love language to everybody is to speak happiness, is to speak joy, is to speak, um, what is, what is it, um, positive attitude, affirmations in you to make you believe that you could be and do anything you want to want to be. And I got that from my grandmother. My grandma was very big on telling us we could be and do and anything we wanted to be, we could be. My grandma was very big on that, very big on that. And I think with her, what I love about my grandma the most is that she represented that. She, she, she embodied the, the walk with your head, head up high, the talk like you mean it, black woman, Black Panther, all that, like, fight to the end type of woman. My grandma was that woman. And I think I got a lot of her in me, like a lot of her, because I'm really that person. I'm the person that's going to fight to the end. I'm the person that's going to, if my friend is right or wrong, I'm going to be there for her, and then I'm going to tell her she's wrong at the end. Like we tell our kids, like I don't have kids, but like we would tell our kids, when they wrong, we're going to tell them they wrong, but we're going to be standing on the side of them wrong or right. Whatever's going down is going down, period. So I say that to say this. Love language could be anything, and, you, and it, it can be expressed in so many different ways. It's what you make it out to be. And I just feel like I just love different ways of love language. And, um, you know, that was the tea of this topic. And I wanted to say this um, to everybody. Like, if you have someone out there that you are interested in, the little things matter. The little things matter, men. The little things matter, women. The little things. I met so many men and women said that this is why I fell in love with them because they did this. And it was so small. It was so small. So get in tune with the person you're dealing with. Get in tune with someone that you're with and um, find out their love language. Find out your love language and keep connecting. (laughs) So um, let me get before I leave, I want to talk a little bit about my 100 episode that's coming up next week. So I will be having a 100 episode next week coming up. And I am just so happy about this 100 episode because I will have my girl Juice by Nisha in the building. I will have another guy in the building, actually two guys in the building. And it's going to be a good episode. We're going to talk about men and women bashing. We're going to talk about so much in that episode. I want y'all to make sure y'all tune in to check it out. I just feel so sad I couldn't have my 100 episode live like I wanted to, but COVID is happening. And since I'm on the front line, I've been seeing COVID more than anybody, which it has calmed down but I just did not want to have an event and people be sick from my event like I just I couldn't baffle that I wouldn't I would be so stressed even 
thinking about me making something happening to people, like something happening. That's just really what it is. But I just want to say I just appreciate you guys tuning in every Monday, 6 to 7 p.m. to check out my episode. And one thing I am going to say is I have a big announcement for my next episode. You will know my big announcement. I probably already said it, but it's a really a big announcement because I think nobody even heard what I said because they ain't know. They don't. Even, they ain't even asked me too many questions. So I'ma say it on my hundred episode. My big announcement. And no, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> so yes, it's gonna be a big episode. It's gonna be a big announcement. I want you guys to tune in to my hundred episode, which will be next week. It's a men versus women episode, and y'all know how I love a men versus women episode. It's going down. Meet me in the chat. <laughs> it's going down. So anyway, y'all, make sure you tune in next Monday for the hundred episode. This was the top, the T of the topics today, and that was love language, and we did that. And make sure y'all see y'all. I see y'all. Excuse my language. I see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. I try to turn that little sound on with the, um, what is it called? The claps. I'm not going to turn that on no more. Y'all don't need to hear them claps. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good Labor Day. Eat some barbecue. Don't eat too much, though. Bye.